Okay. Welcome to the podcast season seven, episode five. And today we thought it would be a good time to talk about male hormone health as we talk a lot about female hormone health. And yeah, we don't want to neglect the gents. And I mean, I think there is overlap with the two in terms of how lifestyle can affect your hormones, you know, and how you can really work on certain lifestyle things to improve your hormones. But we will definitely be looking at this from the the male point of view. And I might not be saying too much in this episode, but hopefully learning a lot. But like I said, I think I do think there is a, a lot of overlap. Um, so we'll be talking about male hormones, so that's sex hormones, but also other hormones, and that's where it will overlap with the, with women's quite a bit. And just talking, well, I guess well, everyone wants to know about testosterone, so kind of what impacts it, what are optimal levels, how you can improve them naturally, and then... Um, we can also talk about HRT, hormone replacement therapy, and and see where we go with that. So, gentlemen, over to y'all. Okay, where should we start? Um, let's just do a random summary, I suppose, of, you know, essentially, you know, with... Compared to women, men's hormones are relatively straightforward. But like women's, it's all about being in balance. So our main, our main you know, as a man, what makes us masculine, our, our main masculizer is testosterone. That's our main driver. You know, um, It is what makes men men versus women. Women do produce testosterone, and it's very important to women, but it's kept them... A very low level. Men, you know, levels vary. At most, uh, highest testosterone levels are produced from say seventeen to thirty, depending. Some people will have, some have puberty peaks later, but generally the biggest surges in testosterone production are between seventeen and thirty. I would say probably, you know, once you reach thirty, it's going to start dropping off. Yeah. I say you're probably at your peak testosterone levels 25 to 27 ish. Um, now, talking about testosterone, it's important to understand the difference when you look at blood between total testosterone and free testosterone. So, a lot of people think, oh, I've got high testosterone levels when we look at blood work, but actually, free testosterone. That is that testosterone, free testosterone, and testosterone we use for the other testosterone, you know, total testosterone is what's produced by our body, but we've got something called sex hormone, hormone binding globulin, which will tie to testosterone and remove it from the body essentially. So that then gives you that number after you know, testosterone removal by SHBG is your free testosterone. So you can have high testosterone, but actually levels of testosterone to use in your body, which therefore, even if on pain, if your SHBG is high, you can suffer the effects of low testosterone and, you know, mood, you know, um, you know, being first on weight issues, because when testosterone levels are low, estrogen rises, causing weight, you know, body fat gain in men, yeah. but also, you know, prolactin and progesterone also linked to testosterone and, you know, may need to also be kept in effect, but let you know, they can be out of range a little bit and you'll, you won't necessarily see an effect. So, the main, main wasteroid 
and estrogen is trying to keep you know, we need some estrogen for because it's protective of our, you know uh, vessels arteries but you know you, you don't want it too high because testosterone if it goes up has to come down so if testosterone is high estrogen is low and vice versa um, so it's about having a balance um, but as said you know there's things that affect testosterone level we, we you know, talk about that in a second things like blood glucose issues yeah. and, and general high body fat levels um, I think I've covered most things in the summary anything to add Leon? No, I was just thinking I guess uh, nowadays you know how people thought testosterone you know it uh, when you're young it's high when you get older it's low but nowadays I guess you can say with uh, a lot of lifestyle choices you find that that changes too quick and even uh, you know like you said depending on how one lives their life you you, you could be in your 20s and suffering a low test when you when you do your blood work and it's it's mostly nowadays more so to lifestyle issues than it is just time because you find um i'd say maybe a 50 year old who's been training who's kept well who's been doing blood work and checking up on themselves maybe even on got on trt at the right time is living a healthier life with good hormonal balance as compared to a younger person who's uh, you know not really taking care of themselves so I think yeah so yeah and that's important it's like lifestyle does affect our hormones um you know we've seen you know uh, i've always had high test levels but i also had a high shbg level due to my blood glucose issue you know, because SHBG is triggered by insulin sensitivity, you're interlinking. So when you are, you know, when you are got high levels of blood glucose, your SHBG naturally rises. It's one of the you know, things you can notice in blood work that there may be an underlying insulin resistance or blood glucose issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, you know, and I've always had the high, you know, high test levels, but naturally and that you know it means you don't have to worry and you know but there are certain issues with high testosterone levels you know naturally you know potential to have more heart issues also excessive hair growth you know you spot a guy with high testosterone levels because beard growth is on point mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah it also yeah, affects you know head hair um, you know, due to DHT, which is a uh, testosterone, which is a byproduct of testosterone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the low test is actually a lot worse for you in terms of overall health. Yeah. Low testosterone is linked to, you know, depression and mental illness. You know, because one of the triggers that you get low testosterone cortisol goes up as well. You know, uh, so it's a you know, stress balance issue. You know, you're more likely to have massive mood fluctuations when you've got low testosterone. You know, we always say it's, it's quite interesting. People always talk about people on steroids who have high tests being really angry. Yeah. But actually, people with low tests also suffer major mood swings. When anything's out of range, yeah, yeah, true. You know, you, your, your moods are good. And then, you know, the other side of that is, you know, weight gain. Which then can lead to you know lifestyle issues like you know type two diabetes, you know um, still heart issues because you start storing body fat and you know various things. So with men, it's if you can remain generally healthy, you should be able to keep testing a good level. Once we reach thirty, generally it starts dropping off. Yeah. But as Leon says, you can sort of prolong that by you know getting a lot enough sleep. That's a big one. Yeah, sleep. Lack of sleep. Once. And when testosterone goes down, once everything's discussed, estrogen goes up, body fat goes up. So let's get some good sleep in. Yeah, because also we're adding cortisol into that. Lack of sleep, more increased in cortisol. Yeah. Um, resistance training, weight training, has a positive effect on testosterone levels. The second part of that, you know, um, 
So sleep, exercise, eating a balanced diet also um, improves testosterone. One thing you know is mentioned is the amount of hormones in food nowadays, especially yeah. meats. Um, estrogen dominant hormones mm. in you know things like agriculture but in some of the fertilizers and you know mm. the, and weed killers they use to see you know a reduction in testosterone levels but you know across the board generally so you know if you can eat healthy and balanced meals you'll also prolong your uh, chance of having decent amount of testosterone um, i don't yeah. know if you've got anything else in I guess no. I was just thinking in in terms of also, um, because I was just reading, I was doing a post and reading, and the link between sleep then comes in, I guess, growth hormone, which also helps. You know, the more growth hormone you can, uh, which is produced when you're sleeping mostly, the more you can produce, the higher your test level. So, I guess that's why sleep is one sleep and managing stress obviously is one they're very major in terms of uh, balancing hormones because if you know cortisol is high like you said this affects growth hormone which in turn affects your test so i guess when when you're looking at hormones we we can look at test alone but it's also affected by so many other hormones which you find a lot of life lifestyle lifestyle mostly you know, can lead to yeah. an imbalance most of the time. Yeah. Because it's something I was just thinking when you mentioned um, the foods. Because you find, especially now, with the younger like generation, with, with a lot of foods being, uh, I guess, laced with uh, so many hormones, you find that the younger people, especially now, there's... There's, I don't know, maybe it could be just lack of activities, but the obesity crisis is 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 too too much, especially in the younger, I guess also in teenagers too much. And I was just reading an article saying, it, you know, you never know, it could be what's in the foods, you know, like the hormones or the fertilizer and stuff they use that affect things like growth hormone and block them and you never whatever the process is. I agree, yeah. yeah. It's really, you know, we look at, you know, especially what food you consume during early puberty. Yeah, it could have a real, you know, there's been links, I don't know how much you know, the evidence is final or, you know, peer-reviewed yet, but there seems to be a correlation between, yeah. you know, childhood food and later hormone issues yeah i don't know how true it is but it would make sense to me generally yeah it would be no if you're having a lot of food that's got growth hormone in why would you you know it might signal to your body although it's on a different pathway and your stomach destroys something it may trigger something to to reduce your own natural production who knows but it's, it's yeah it's hard to know but the fact is as we've learned with everything, you find what your body wants to do, and our bodies want to be healthy, exercised, mm-hmm. nourished. That's what you want. You know, a lot of people look at like super lean guys and think that's healthy, but if you spend a lot of time on low calories or in a very low calorie deficit, or you're very lean all the time, your testosterone level starts dropping. You know, and I don't know if it's more to do with the amount of calories it takes to remain lean, or if it's a process of being lean is the catalyst to that. You know, I assume it's most likely the actual calorie consumption at any time, you know. Yeah, plus maybe the, you know, deficit equals stress at the end of the day, so that's another external stress you're just causing to your body. Yeah. yeah, and stress is going to trigger everything else. Go on. Yeah. There's a saying like, I mean, with all hormones, you, like you know, saying you can't just look at testosterone. Like, no. cortisol and insulin are like they're massive. But they the don't. good, the good thing about everything being interlinked is often when you work on one thing, it helps with everything. 
So like if, you know, like you said earlier, you just focus on sleep and stress, you know, which will help you with your cortisol and your insulin. That just has yeah. a, 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 a neg- sorry, a positive effect on everything else. Um, so I think, you know, people tend to jump straight to, oh, you know, maybe HRT is for me. When in fact, you're like, no, you could work on so much else first. So you well, need to you do should that. be looking at what can you work on in your natural life, your natural day-to-day, you yeah. know, life sure. before jumping on TRT. Because here's the thing, a lot of people think TRT is like this, this great thing that has no danger. But it does, you know, as you said, when you testosterone levels, you do cause your oestrogen levels to drop. Yeah. Now, in, you'll see a rise in blood pressure. You'll see a rise in hemocrites in your, in your blood. So your red blood cell increase. So your blood becomes thicker. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are prone to clotting, or there is something, because also high testosterone can make you more prone to clotting, um, yeah, you, could, you run the risk of having an increase in heart attack. Yeah. Also, high blood pressure. You know, trying to get that going through your kidneys can cause kidney disease. So it's a very fine line between um, what a good level of testosterone replacement therapy is and what is too much. Because, and that's very individualistic, a lot of people are taking self-diagnosed TRT and injecting exogenous hormones without knowing what their natural base level was ever. So they get to like, I don't know, say 40, late 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, and they go, oh yeah, my testosterone level's low. Just because it doesn't mean that's low for you at your age. So it's about, you know, if you are, you know, it's, you, know you could have a good number on page, but it could be low for you. You might be getting things like erectile dysfunction, you know, you might be getting excessive weight gain. Um, so, you know, these on, on paper is a guideline. Mm-hmm. Everyone's different. So therefore, trying to find what your natural rate could be very low form of TRT, yeah, yeah, most TRT clinics in the the Western UK and the United States give creams and things because we're talking very low levels of testosterone. Mm. You know, a a cream you can put on for 10 days and you absorb it through your skin. You know, rather than injecting yourself, you know, so there is, you know, people who think they're on TRT, but actually they're super physiological for them. Therefore, you'll, you know, you'll start seeing them, you know, get more greasy, get mastia, mm. you know, and they're, you know, increasing breast tissue. But, you know, as you'll see, you know, prolactin levels increase beyond what their range should be, because, you know, you've increased testosterone, so, you know, there's other things changing and, you know, you're seeing now bad effects of the, the, the test hormone. And, you know, and that's the thing people don't talk about. It's like, oh, yeah, I take a TRT, right? So when was last, you know, well, have you checked your blood at all? Well, no. <laughs> you know, as long as they don't see the obvious side effects, they think it's fine. Mm-hmm. But actually, there's a lot happening under the hood. Yeah, I think. Well, yeah, you run the risk of increased chance of strokes, you know, renal failure, heart attacks. So it's about, you know, it should be done with a doctor, and it's about finding, starting on the lowest dosage a doctor can give you, and seeing if that gets you to where your natural range is. So, you know, and we have a further discussion with a doctor, Dr. Dean, about this, but generally, Nothing is given for free in this life, you know, as you realise. You know, if you are going to take TRT, you know, there isn't going to be, even at low dosage, going to be a knock-on effect. But it isn't always positive. Yeah, true. Uh, which, you know, 
balance of you know, balance of life, you know, what do you prefer, you know? So just going back a little bit and it's good that you explain the difference between total testosterone and free testosterone. And so if someone is going to get their blood work done, what are normal levels? And does that, I mean, that's going to change on your age, of course. Um, But yeah, what, what, what are sort of normal levels? No, um, so if we talk about men, nanomolecular deciliter yeah. blood. Um, 30 is the upper range of being normal. Is this free? So anyway, free I, total? My natural range is I will show at 27 even now. And 30 is considered normal, top end of normal. So I'm actually quite close to top end. So that's me in my 40s. Mm-hmm. So that's my not you know, natural range. Um, now the low, the low end. We're talking. Well, it's um, yeah, you can be you know as low as seven. But I always say if you're between ten and thirty, that's not you know it's not a worst place to be. Yeah, we're closer to fifteen. You are the sort of you know the sort of more beardy you look. But you know you can, then you can be healthy on a lower. Some people are meant to have lower testosterone levels naturally. Their bodies are set up for it. So yeah, as people do well on ten, there's yeah they can find out the lowest safe. Let me just find out what the low low is. Uh, but are you talking about free test here? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Total test is probably what we. Yeah, as free test is the only one that truly matters. Yeah, okay. So, but a lot of blood tests won't do free yeah. tests, they just do total tests. They give you the so therefore, <laughs> the way you do it is, if your SHBG's in the around that test number, it's not going to be too far off. Okay. If your SHBG's high, then you know yeah. your total test level will be a lot lower. Free so test. about seeing where your SHBG levels are. Yeah, no, that's, that's just, I mean, it's the same with women as well. Like when, you know, you go and get a test, unless you specifically ask, it's just your serum, you know, your total test. Yeah. Um, but it, it is, it is so interesting because people do, you know, like w- what, I mean, I guess different companies give different ranges of what's sort of normal, but it's so different to what actually you feel good on. Um, So I think that's, you know, it's always good to work with someone who really knows what they're doing because you could be like, oh, but, you know, blood work's normal, but you're like, I still feel like crap. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I know. um, I just said that. So, yeah, so to be considered low testosterone, you'd have to have a level under 9.2. Okay. Mm. All right. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So if someone is going to get their blood work done, what would you recommend that they get along with a total test, free test, and SHBG? Yeah. I would say the most you can get the better, but it's a cost thing. Mm. So, to be fair, I get all my sex hormones done. Estrogen, prolactin, progesterone, you know, test, testosterone. So, remain, remain full. Because you want to make sure they're all within range. Mm. And that will be then where you, yeah, normal. You know, as you change one thing, they'll, they'll, a bit like you want to keep them all at a decent level, but also, you know, checking, you know, blood glucose is really important. There's no point trying to fix your testosterone if you've got uncontrolled blood glucose. You know, so blood glucose is, as we said, insulin is a big driver for hormone production. You know, so get your blood glucose. If you can get a cortisol test, get a cortisol test as well because. As I said, there's no point trying to fix one thing in the puzzle when there's lots of other. Yeah. You know, it's like trying to give a, you know, give CPR to someone who's got a gunshot wound in the back. You know, you're not going to save them because you know you got to fix a, you got to fix a wound first, and then you got to get the evidence. 
So that's yeah, it's the same with your body. It all works as a as a whole. So you know, and then you know, so blood glucose is really important. And then the hormones. Then I would look at because if your hormones are off, if your SHBGs high, if you've done a blood glucose test as well, or fasted blood glucose proper test, you'll see that it's being caused by a blood glucose issue or not, and then you can decide to what to do with it. You know, one of the easiest ways to get SHBG down is just to take 6 uh, mg of ball on a day. Mm-hmm. But you, that only will work if you've started to get your blood glucose in order. Mm-hmm. That, helps bring, you know, that helps bring down the SHBG levels naturally. So, you know, boron's just a natural supplement you can get from anywhere. Yeah. Very effective for that. But, um, but yeah, so I get that. But also, you know, to be fair, if you go into trouble getting blood tests, get your liver checked. Yeah. Get your red blood cell count checked. Get your kidneys checked. Because... Maybe as well. <laughs> PRT, if you're... You know, if you've already got a lot... You know, your red blood cell count's high or your iron levels are high. You know, there's no point starting testosterone if you haven't got your blood pressure under management because that's only going to go up. So if you've already got high blood pressure, when you add TRT to it, <laughs> it's going to go yeah. marginally up, which is fine in a healthy, someone who's got healthy, a marginal difference when you've already got bad blood pressure can be really significant for overall health. Mm-hmm. And that can then impact your kidneys. If you've got poor kidney health and your blood pressure goes up, yeah, that's going to be a knock-on effect to make your kidneys worse. So therefore, you've got to know you've got healthy kidneys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be, you know, deal with the extra blood. But you've also got to know that your liver is working properly mm-hmm. and excessive heavy metals. Because every bit of medication has to be processed by the liver. If your liver's not functioning properly, not going to affect again. So therefore, it's hard to just say, just go get your sex hormones tested without getting everything else. But I also know that the more things you add, the higher the cost but, yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's trying to find a balance. You know, buy a blood pressure monitor's a quick way of, you know, if you've got good blood pressure, blood, good blood glucose, that's a good start. Yeah, I, I guess but, more like the things you can do yourself, just do them, you know, like yeah. your blood glucose, blood pressure, yeah. if you're worried about your hormonal health. And then I guess everything else, when you do the test, it, it just brings your costs down and uh, you can keep the test for the big, you know, like your liver function, you know, kidney and, and yeah. then control what you can at home. Yeah, but also, I mean, we've been doing a lot of kind of research into this here. Mm. You know, you, you, you can claim a lot through insurance, um, you know, so that's worth looking into. And, you know, I, I certainly think when, if you think you're, you're suffering some form of hormonal imbalance or dysfunction, it is so worth getting your blood work done. You know, test, don't guess. Because you can go supplementing with this, that, or the other, and it's not actually helping you. You know, everyone can work on the basics, which we'll get to that kind of lifestyle, what you can do. But, you know, it is so worth getting your blood work done. And, you know, a lot of them can be covered by insurance, you know, especially like your like your full blood, you know, red blood cell, white blood cell, the hemocrit. All of that is usually covered along with, you know, you can get your triglycerides, your cholesterol, which are all really important to do. Liver function, I think, can be included. Um, it's just that, yeah, I think if you're testing sort of sex hormones, that is probably not. Um, and I know if you want to get DHT done, that's pretty expensive, but I think it's worth doing again. If you're going to do yeah. it, do it properly. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you're going to go out and spend on t- TRT, Spend the money first rather than rushing out and spending a big load of cash on TRT. Yeah. Spend money on doing things. Because the other thing, yeah, I didn't even talk about triglycerides. You know, as your test levels rise, you know, you're more likely to uh, have lower 
HDL, for instance, you know, drops, and so your cholesterol goes up. So now we're starting to look at, like, you know, your cholesterol's increasing, your red blood cell levels have made your blood thicker, you know, your heart's not as well protected as the estrogen, you know. So therefore, you know, there is a recipe for, for issues if you don't do it properly. So take your time, spend them before you are healthy before you even start doing TRT. Don't look for TRT to be a magic bullet to make your life healthier. Because yeah. there's lots of people on TRT that are super unhealthy who die heart attacks. Yeah, because uh, I think you find someone has a stressful job, rarely sleeps, doesn't really, you know, walk around, doesn't distress or trains here and there. And then it's like TRT won't fix all that. It won't fix your work stress. It won't fix your sleep. It, so it's as much as you, it's good to do these things. And if you have the money, do them. But just be sort of honest with yourself and look back and be like, am I managing stress well? Am I sleeping well? Am I taking care of myself? And most times the answer is there. If if the answer is no anyway, then then you know what you have to do first. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, before spending money, there's, there's that self-honesty that, that a lot of, uh, especially men, uh, that need to 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 have themselves before before blaming testosterone for everything else being bad. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. Yeah. It's not all. It's not all about low testosterone either. No. Right. <laughs> like, you can. Yeah. You know, if you're generally healthy, your testosterone is not. That's okay. Yeah, you know, you're healthy. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can look to increase that. But as we get on to, there's natural ways of increasing testosterone without having to resort to exogenous hormones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, oh, sorry, you broke up a bit, Annie. Can you take us through those ways? Hormones should be the last resort. We should look at what can we do in our lifestyle to improve hormone health. Because as we said, yeah, when you start taking TRT. There's potential negative side effects, which are worse when you're not healthy. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So let's let's start with what what will you start with first? The basics. You know what? I would say two things. Basics. First one is sort your food out. Yeah. yeah. Best place to be is be at maintenance for a bit. Then sort your sleep, sleep. out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, vice versa. You know, they're both almost as important as each other. Yeah, because as we suck, yeah, you know, trying to pee into a hurricane. If you haven't sorted your sleep out, you know, you're not gonna get fixed. You know, your cortisol's just gonna keep going up, and then you know, your body's not gonna be efficient. Yeah, you know, the same for if you're not eating properly. You're not eating properly. It doesn't matter about fixing your testosterone. It's not going to do anything to change your life. Mm-hmm. If you know, you're just going to be hairier and unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and moody all the time. <laughs> yeah, probably. Because you're already, you know, uh, everything else is yeah. on the toilet. So, yeah. those real basic things. Those real foundations of all we talk about all the time. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess just managing your training as well, not overtraining. training <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, effective training, you, you want to know resistance training helps boost testosterone. But that is undone. If you, so if you're overtraining, it counteracts the beneficial benefits of training. Yeah. yeah, so for people going ham, you know, that's not always better. Um, and so I think that those are really a great basis to start. So if you can say to yourself, you know, you're getting in enough sleep, your nutrition is good, your recovery is good, your training is good, but you're still feeling crap or you're still feeling the signs and symptoms of low testosterone, or perhaps some other imbalance, then 
you can look to getting your blood work done or maybe i don't know are there natural ways or sort of supplements that you would go to first sorry you you cut out a what booster there's a lot of there's a lot of claim testosterone boosters in this world (laughs) most of them are absolutely rubbish there's some evidence tribulus may help Mm. but those things we've just talked about are probably more beneficial than spending money on a supplement if you haven't done those other things if you've done all those things and you want to give something like tribulus a go do so, yeah, it's not gonna hurt. Natural yeah. tribulus, it's fine. But don't expect it to suddenly make you into Ronnie Coleman overnight. Yeah. Tribulus isn't <laughs> strong. It won't do much. It might raise it by a tiny amount. Yeah, no, I guess no no need of uh, spending and uh, spending your money on tribulus if you can barely get enough protein per day or your carbs. So <laughs> it's it's. It's where we say nutrition before any supplementation, but but yeah, exactly. it's uh, it's one of the last things you add. You know, get you know, get creatine, get your protein in, and then your fish oils. You know, the good ones. And, yeah, and then I guess yeah, tribulus is. I don't know which which other one. I'm trying to think of. I know tribulus, ma- yeah. maca root. Yeah. <laughs> Wild jam. Yeah, that's one wild jam. I feel like that's something. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I just see those kind. Of, I mean, we we tried to get some essential amino acids oh, yeah, the yeah. other day from USN, and they had what a test booster in them. I was yeah. like, what? It's a. It's what a, is that? I guarantee it wouldn't boost the test. Yeah. yeah but, so just but, beware of test also, boosters. It's one of those I was sitting and I'm like, so you have a supplement, you know, test booster, whatever, test boost years or whatever marketing gimmick you have. But it's like, what about, you know, like women who don't need the extra test or men even who, like we said, you don't really need the extra test. Why? Why use such a marketing gimmick and then still sell this? You sell it to a 15 year old who's just starting you know like there's it's a bit (laughs) it's one of the things you question when you're buying some supplements always look and just be like ah why 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 is it called testo whatever test but again it's like more is not always better like it's like oh well i'm gonna get this thing because it's got extra test then i'm gonna get the protein powder with extra test then i'll get the test boost so you know but chances are you'll check the supplement and it'll have like a few milligrams of Tribulus or something, so <laughs> it's just yeah. a, it's a real marketing ploy that uh, a lot of companies use, which well I find I find dangerous anyway. <laughs> yeah, so reality is though we don't do a lot, um, but yeah, so but you're better off spending your money on eating properly, and and yeah you'd be better off. Um, but Boron. Boron. Next group for reducing SHBG. Mm-hmm. If you've got everything else under control, so sort out your blood glucose. So then, yeah, you need to start with anything berberine or even metformin. Do that before trying to adjust the test issue. It's like a chain of causation. What's going to cause you ill health first? Mm-hmm. An unchecked blood glucose will cause your ill health Way first, or when test. lower testosterone. Yeah. So check those off, you know. And, and move along, you know, through that. Um, yeah, once you've got those sorted, you probably benefit, most men are benefit from taking about six milligrams of ball on a day, micrograms or whatever it is, you know, six mg of ball on, because that will lower your SHBG, which then will, you know, keep your, your free test levels in good place. Yeah, and I mean, we've done a whole episode on how to test your blood glucose. So if you haven't listened to that, you can. Um, And that's something simple that you can do at home. And, you know, again, it all ties in with each other. Like if, if you're if your sleep and stress are out of whack, so is your blood glucose going to be so honestly, like really working on that is just going to help so so much. Um, So leave the essential amino acid test booster and buy a glucometer. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my blood pressure monitor instead of yeah. spending a separate amount of money on who knows what? Yeah, creams or I don't know. Because thing yeah. is, yeah, yeah. I think thing is, there's it sounds like so much, but if you think about it, it's five minutes of your day where it will impact your, you know, your whole life, and you feel nicer, you'll feel better. Out of twenty four hours, five minutes is nothing. Five where, minutes of what? Like just doing your blood glucose oh. checking, you know, just reviewing did you sleep well um uh doing your blood pressure just it, it's it's five minutes of you sitting with yourself and just reviewing maybe previous day previous night and planning for the next and it's it's nothing compared to 24 hours so it it might sound like we're 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 it's a lot but it really isn't it's it's just a lot of guys try to take tests to deal with their excessive fat gain, excessive body fat. Yeah. But actually, it should be the other way around. First, lose the excessive body fat. Mm. <laughs> then look at what your test level is. Because actually, your test level might have suddenly gone up. There's no point because, you know, if you start taking exogenous tests, you'll reach a point where you aren't really producing it. Mm. Yeah. So therefore, you know, if you suddenly, when you can become, you know, dependent on this thing, where actually if you just, you know, dealt with your body fat exercise, you know, you get your sleep, exercise and food in order, then you probably might not even have a test issue. True. So don't try and use tests to deal with body composition issues. Yeah. I guess it's uh it's where guys see bodybuilders and forget that it's that's that's a bit like it's it's pretty much their job and even the sportsmen yeah. who that's their job and they they've been doing it for long way before it's the same thing you've said they they had a foundation way before it was like okay now I want to go to the next level so this is it so it's pretty much the same it's it's not overnight you just wake up and decide yes I'm going to do TRT or test and lose all the fat and become you know, superhuman overnight. It's always, it's the same even in sport. It, it's more like a supplement in a way. It's just that professional sport is, it's big money. It's, it's a different scene. So build a, everyone builds a foundation it's like, first. It's like American football, for example. Yeah. If you're being paid millions of dollars a year, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to keep playing and be your best, you're going to take testosterone. It's against the rules, but you do it. Yeah. Like, well, TRT is not actually against the rules, so it might be. Some people get done to prescribe TRT instead because mm. it's not against the rules. But the issue to your health becomes actually a balance. Well, we're going to pay millions of pounds first. <laughs> yeah. Potential risk of a heart attack. Yeah. So you've got to weigh about yourself because if that's worth the risk, you do it. That's okay for professional sports people. But if you're just a guy who goes to the gym and you want to, you know, just get ripped and you're going to take, you know, trend and, you know, test the deck and all this stuff and, and risk your life just by, to boost your testosterone, your protein synthesis, then, you know, you've got to say to yourself, well, it's not making any money issues, you know. You can get in good shape and, and remain natural and keep your health in check. Yeah. yeah, and as with everything, it's all just education as well. Like, young guys going to the gym and seeing all these bigger guys being like, oh, I better start, you know, earlier the better, when in fact you can just maximise on your... Your test is high when you're young. You know, maximise on that first before you even think about these other things. And I just think there's so much pressure from social media and everywhere, as always. So many kids, like 21-year-old lads doing testosterone, doing, you know, steroids, where their actual levels... Oh, and actually at 21, you haven't actually finished puberty. You're, you still have hormone fluctuations. Yeah, you still are going to be producing lots and lots of testosterone. So. Yeah, and... 
you're not doing it as a career so, so yeah yeah and i mean it, it's just sad when you see young guys doing that and just again a lot of it is just out of ignorance they just think that's yeah. what you do um and you really don't need to and yeah so it's always like just do do your research as well and if you are going to go into it like work with the right healthcare professional who knows what they're doing do not do it yourself um yeah. so i don't know who who would you guys recommend to work with oh. for trt i don't know In well to, to to look at your blood so like dr dean or dave crossland yeah they're... um yeah both from the uk i can't remember dave crossland's um company so you can maybe give me those names and then i'll put them in the yeah the write-up so you can do that so you'd get your blood work so even if you're in kenya you can do that and would they have a consultation with you yeah, yeah. you just do like you know for a consultation with dr d um yeah, dave crossland he works he does a podcast with uh yeah, yeah. Got, um to know because I think between us all we know people who've doing it themselves or who've done it through someone quite dodgy you're like that is not worth it and that is going to come back and bite you in the ass at some point yeah yeah I mean find an actual doctor and this is a thing in Kenya I have heard it might be a doctor but I've not actually seen the evidence you know you you might have to go to because there's no testosterone place for doctors per se in the UK you have to go to your GP and get approved. Yeah. Uh, which is very hard. But in America, there's lots of TRT clinics all over the place. So, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, in Middle East and places might be there as well. But, so, you know. Um, but don't forget, you know, just because you, you know, someone's, someone's charging you for TRT doesn't mean you've got your best interest at heart. Yep. If you're making money off you, Biomed drugs. Yeah. That's why I try and keep it separately. That's why I get your blood, mm. bloods looked at by someone like Dr. Dean or Dave Crossland. They'll tell you if you actually need to do anything. Yeah, true, true, true. And then, then you can go find yourself a TRT doctor or find yourself where you can testosterone from. Yeah. I think that's so, so important to do it the right way. You know, so lay the groundwork first. If you've listened to this, you're like, ooh, I think I might have, you know, something going on, either low test or something's out of balance. Like we've just said, get your basics right, your sleep, your nutrition, your training, your stress. If all of those are under control and you're still not feeling good, get your blood work done. You know, check with your insurance, check with, you know, where you can get that done. If you want more info, you can ask us where to go. Then work with, you know, someone who knows what they're doing, like Dr. Dean will put that information um, along with the show notes so that you can just, you know, be prepared to spend money on this if it's what's important to you, you know, instead of going onto the internet and being like, okay, I need X, Y, Z supplement and you've not done any tests or sort of got your foundations in place. Those are so important and you might be able to solve everything by just getting those right. But 100% like work with someone who knows what they're doing because otherwise you could just end up so much worse mm -hmm. and a lot poorer. True, true, true. Yeah. So, I don't know, do you want any, any closing thoughts? Don't, don't jump into testosterone replacement or trying to sort your test out if you haven't sorted out the rest of your lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not magic. No, and I mean, that's the same with women as well. Like, the more I learn about it, it's like, get, get those foundations sorted. And again, it's the body being 
a whole, it does work in your favor. If you can get some things right, that will help with everything. Um, and then if it's still not feeling good, then work with the right person, get the right tests done, tests don't guess, um, and then take it from there. So yeah, we'll put all that information below so that you can do it. And honestly, please reach out to Andy or Leon, you know, if, if you are, you know, don't suffer in silence either. I think men yeah, tend to do that a lot. The, you know, the they're like, oh, I feel crap. Well, I'll just, you know, carry on. It's like, no, you can, you know, it's not, I think that's such a stigma as well. Like if you've got low tests or anything like that, you know, you're, you're not a man. If you've actually got low testosterone, there's a lot of health benefits of TRT. Yeah, so it's, it's don't suffer in silence, you know, it could change your life. Oh, yeah. um, just make sure you've done your research, your groundwork, um, and, and then work with the right person. Yeah. yeah, so hope this has been useful. And yeah, even though you guys don't have as many hormones <laughs> going as the ladies, you well, know. we have the same hormones, it's just levels are a lot more. Le yeah, so yeah, fluctuations, <laughs> fluctuations. Um, you know, it's things can still get out of balance. And yeah, it, you, it's all about feeling your best, like, in your life like just going along feeling a bit meh you know whereas you could put in place a lot of steps you know some of these steps we're talking about and feel absolutely amazing so you know if you do feel like something's going on get it get it checked get it sorted and yeah hope you have enjoyed and we will see you all in our next episode where we'll probably be talking about <laughs> female hormones again yep <laughs> That's for sure. It's a uh, stress and hormone year. So, it is. Yeah. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. See you in the next episode.